Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Thank you very much for joining us for episode 82 now of the Adventure Games Podcast. We're a little bit later this week than normal because life got in the way. Uh, well, I'm going to blame you two guys, but um, I'm joined as always by my two lovely friends, Laura Cress and Thomas Bex. Hello, guys. How are you guys doing? Hello. Hi. Good glad to you. be. Yeah, glad to be back again. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it happens, unfortunately. Uh, as long as we're not professionally doing this, well, we are officially. We are obviously professionally doing this, but we're not being. <laughs> Paid to do this, so <laughs> professional. But quality. speaking of which, speaking of being paid, sure, sure. Yes, so tell us about the Patreon. So thank you, Laura. Uh, we just wanted to mention very quickly: we do have a Patreon. If anybody wants to ensure that we can sound prof- professional, it as uh, as we always do. <laughs> so we have a Patreon where we have extras. So you will usually get to hear these episodes early on depending on which tier as well you have the five dollar and the one dollar tier also there's some extras i just uploaded uh, the spoiler special interview to developers of interrogation you shall be deceived and thankfully they did not deceive us so um so you can hear that depending on what tier you're on as well and thankfully i didn't have to interrogate them myself but uh, they're very nice and you can hear us speaking uh, more details about their game, you know, about uh, the ending and the teams and the topics. And there's a lot to discuss with them and other things as well. So you can do that. You can find out more at patreon.com forward slash adventure games podcast. If you're unable to, to donate to, to Patreon member, another thing you can do is you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else because that would really really help us and we haven't had a review in a long long time so if anybody listens to this podcast and you like this podcast and you want to help out it's completely free you can just leave a review it can be a very quick review but good with five stars it would help us out you know a huge amount so you can do that if you so wish and um and then another thing as well uh, laura you have a twitch stream don't you you uh you record, switch, you record games, and we also played Among Us for the first time, all of us together, which was a lot of fun. And I believe we'll be doing this yes. Sunday. So what, 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 what can you tell us about your Twitch stream? Yes, that's right. Uh, it's, it's quite a new one. Twitch channel is just twitch.tv forward slash cressup. So the same as my uh, Twitter. And it's basically, yeah, I'll be streaming Among Us with you guys, which if you don't know, is kind of like a sort of murder mystery game in space where there's an imposter uh, uh, who has to go around killing everybody and no one knows who it is. So it's quite good fun. So yeah, the, the Adventure Games podcast team will be playing that on Sunday. Uh, you can watch it on my stream. It'll probably be about 8 p.m. or so, uh, BST. Um, otherwise, uh, I'll prop- I'm trying to be streaming sort of adventure games. I've uh, streamed Roki recently um, and a couple, of, uh, a couple of other Tacoma I did as well which I also reviewed on here. So yeah, it'll just be like a mix of adventure games and some party games, I think. 
Yeah, we can see you getting away with literal murder. <laughs> yes, you can check out the clips because I did. I don't. Yeah, that was that was quite that. that was quite brilliant. <laughs> you well, literally, you literally <laughs> murdered Thomas right in front of someone else, no. and you got away with it. Sorry, Thomas. <laughs> Which was quite something. So I definitely recommend you tune into Laura's tree because it's a lot of fun, and you're you're very good. It's like uh, no, you you're. Almost professional, I would say. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think I got worse after that. I, I was quite good for that one. There was another one I was quite good at, and then, and then people started to be suspicious a little bit. So yeah, but there's okay. a. It's not just us guys. It's also there's a couple of other developers. Um, yes. There's a not just Richard. Us. <laughs> yeah, it's not just us three. <laughs> there's some other oh, like adventure game developers. Will be, those will be quick games. <laughs> <laughs> if you're interested in joining at some point, also let us know because I'm sure we can get a, a few extra people here and there but yeah do join twitch.tv forward slash cress up yeah thank you so uh so then talking uh, moving on to adventure games before we review the latest adventure games that we've been playing uh we just have some quick news updates some new or rather new and in inverted commas adventure games that have been announced the last few weeks and the first one thomas you were the one who let us know about this and i'm sure you're really excited about this but Myst is going to have yet another update, yet another remake. This time it's coming to VR, which I'm sure you're going to be buying an Oculus Rift just for this game. Right, Thomas? No, not really. But <laughs> <laughs> I think it's by now well known that I'm not a Myst fan. But I do see the connection of VR and Myst. I think that would be a good match. Uh, it might convince a few people to start to 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 try it out again uh, it might even convince me to give it another go but um yeah it's um i, I can see that working yeah it's still is not a lot of name recognition even mm. among people who uh yeah who've, who's who have never played it so this might be uh, their their opportunity to uh, gain some new fans and um yeah but hopefully um don't get stuck too much on old titles and we keep focusing on uh, all the great new uh, games that are coming out. Yeah, well, now this, this actually looks pretty cool. As I said, I, I played 10 minutes of the, I believe it was the very first version of Myst, so maybe that's why I've been slightly biased against it. But looking at the reaction from Myst fans, they're also even pretty excited and it does look pretty cool. That is, say, this could work really well in VR if done well, if done correctly. So, We'll definitely be keeping an eye on that. And again, speaking uh, of... I hope it does well, of course. I mean... Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of new, in inverted commas, adventure games, there's a new, new Leisure Suit Larry game. Uh, Leisure Suit Larry Wet Dreams Don't Dry Twice is coming out, I believe. <laughs> that is the title <laughs> of the game. I did not make this up. It yeah. is uh, coming It is coming out and. Uh, October, I believe, I'm not sure. So they released a trailer for it. And now some of the comments on YouTube, uh, you can expect are very rational and reasonable. Uh, one person said that he's sure that Al Lowe would be completely against the Nickelodeon cartoon graphics. And he conveniently forgot that the last Leaders Clary game that Al Lowe worked on itself had cartoon graphics. And the second person said, I'm sure Aldo is spinning in his grave, which I'm sure is a surprise to Aldo, who's very much alive. <laughs> so, 
these people we actually are, did an interview with him. Yes, so. we, yeah. and, he, and he did an interview with the Classic Gamers Guild podcast. I was, I was not aware that interview came from his casket, but uh, I, yeah. I wasn't either. He sounded very, very much alive when I spoke to him. So um, very talented but, man, Allo. Yeah. It, it makes me very wonder, funny man too. It makes me wonder: Are these people really leaders with Larry fans, or are they just trolling? But anyway, I think it looks nice. I think that I didn't play the previous Leech Starry game, but... I did. So, and you liked it, Thomas, didn't you? I, yeah, I liked it a lot. I actually think I'd, uh, I gave it... Uh, I think I gave it a, a 7, but I actually think it should have been an 8 uh, with hindsight. Uh, so it was, a, it was a good game. They managed to capture the spirit of Larry, uh, but also uh, literally and figuratively bring him into the 20, 21st century. Uh, literally by uh, having him uh, take him from his time of the mid 90s and put him, or actually the time of the late 80s even, and put him now as straight into 2018. And um, they got, uh, yeah, got a lot of humor out of it. I, I really enjoyed playing the game, and I'm, I'm, I was delighted to hear that they're making a sequel because I thought they made a, a good first game. And it, it, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, certainly better than the other sequels, uh, which one of which box office bust was voted the worst game of all time on Facebook on this very scientific poll a few months ago now. So, but this looks good. I think, as you mentioned, they seem to have got the spirit of the original. So even though Al Lowe is not involved, it does look good. And uh, we'll see when it's released. And then next, another well, new quote-unquote adventure game. This is Blade Runner, which was originally released in 1997. Last year, it was released on GOG.com. They had released it on ScumVM, which we spoke about last year. And now they're remastering it, so with updated graphics. And about a few weeks ago, the developers, they released the intro and they compared the original intro with the remastered intro side by side. Now, there were people online who were speaking very technical terms who said that they didn't like the FPS frame rate or whatever. To my eyes, it looks really good, though. And I really enjoyed it. I don't know if you guys saw the trailer, did you? No, no I've, I've missed on this. No. I'll have to check it out because I, I had been meaning and I did start a bit of Blade Runner, the original mm. game on GOG because uh, I got yeah. it when it came out on GOG and I meant to kind of carry on with it, but I never have. So so is this going to be remastered in the sense of just uh, revamped graphics or are they going to do anything else with it? Do you know? I, I, I'm not entirely sure. I believe they're going to have some other updates. So I believe they might have yeah. titles and they might have a few other things. I don't think it's going to be a lot, but I no. think they're going to keep it more or less the same. So it has, the original has voice acting and has yeah, you know, yeah. artifacts and music and everything. So you don't need to do a huge amount. But I believe with the graphics and probably the audio quality, they're going to improve a little bit as well. But at least with the graphics, I think it looks good. And I think it could very well introduce... Um, a lot of new people to the game. And the the I, I played the original mm, back when it came too. out, and um, it was very very good. And I uh, just like Laura, I bought it when it came out on uh, on GOG. Um, I, I I still have to get back to it, like so many other games. But yeah, um, I don't see a disco. It was already very. It looked already very spectacular. Yeah. Back in '98, if I remember correctly, '97, '98, around then. It looked yeah. really good back yeah. then. Yeah, it was a groundbreaking, uh, uh, groundbreaking adventure game. Really, really well done. 
So I'm looking forward to both revis revisiting it and um, playing the remastered one. Oh, yeah, it seems that, yeah, so it says here, it's kind of updated character models, animations and cutscenes, widescreen resolution support and keyboard and controller customization options. So mainly just kind of graphically, but also mm. just updating a little bit as well, yeah, well accessibility thank wise. Thank you, Laura, doing my job for me when I shouldn't be the one <laughs> Well, doing. someone's got to do a <laughs> half decent job on this thing, haven't they? <laughs> We are professional after all. <laughs> Someone's going to pull their finger out on this bloody podcast. I, I started to do some work on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that is Blade Runner. Do you have a release date, Laura? Do they know when it's coming out or any? I don't think so yet. It doesn't. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Um, well, but... you are the journalist of the, of the group, the only proper professional journalist of the three of us. So. Yeah, so I know how to Google a <laughs> game. Google. <laughs> Google You're very good at that, Laura. Yes, You're thank very you, good Laura. At that. <laughs> well, that is Blade Runner Remastered, and that's, uh, we will give more news once. We'll probably review it when it's out, uh, whenever yeah. it's out. And um, then Beyond the Steel Sky, that is now out in German and French, with German and French voiceover which is exciting for native German and French speakers. And I saw, a tra I saw the trailer in German, which was interesting. I had no idea what was going on, but to me, they, they sounded good. And I believe uh, Revolution always take the voiceovers in different languages seriously. I saw a stream with Charles Cecil and, um, well, others, and they're talking about the German market and the German fan base. And uh, yeah, which is good, good to hear. And, um, and then Don't Nod, the developers of Life is Strange, Life is Strange 2, and Tell Me Why, which we'll be reviewing later on. They have announced that they have created a new branch of their studio, but have created a new studio in Montreal. So I believe they're French. So they have a new studio now in Montreal. They are expanding. And I believe they are working on a new original narrative-focused game. So we don't know much about it yet. And they are oh. hiring in Montreal. And uh, it's, well, it's very exciting. And as I said, I'll be talking about the latest game, Tell Me Why, in just a little bit. So that is the, the news from me. You guys have anything else to add or shall we move on to reviews? Oh, only just, um, I noticed Pendragon is out, which yes. is Inkle's yes. latest game, um, which I'll be looking forward to play at some point when I have some kind of time to play it. And maybe when I finish Beyond the Steel Sky, which you just mentioned, which I'm halfway through. But yeah, looking forward to having a go at that one. Not a traditional adventure game, but mm. obviously by Inkle, who are... Yes, yeah, it's, it's more strategy, but obviously but because narrative. it's Inkle, it's still got, yeah. Yeah, it's still got the narrative and the writing, yeah. Yeah, looks good. And you, 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 you Thomas, have anything? Or you want to go to reviews? No, I'm... Um, well, I was... Um, uh, I was injured for the past uh, uh, week with, uh, with my leg. So I had to give my leg a lot of rest and I could not sit at my desk. So I have not been playing a lot of games. Uh, Sunday was actually the first time when we played Among Us was the first time in over a week that I could, uh, could play something on my PC. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, going back to Kingdom of Alamur, which is a game I was playing for uh, reviewing for the, the, the Gaming Outsider, and after that, I will have to see my enormous backlog of <laughs> of, of fantastic games, uh, which one I'm going to dive into, because by the time I've decided, then some new game comes out that everybody wants to play, or, you know, it's 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 insane. It's a luxury uh, problem we have, absolutely, and we I think we say this every time. 
but it's also a tad bit frustrating because I want to give all these games their due, and that doesn't always uh, um, I always know, have the opportunity time. to do that. Yeah, it's, yeah, even it's the crazy. Latest, the crazy. latest Inkle Studio game we don't have time yet to play, which is I crazy. Know. Who would have thought that? So, but uh, yeah, well, hope you're feeling better, Thomas. And um, I'm uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. That's so, good. Yeah. So, well, shall we get, we can get to reviews then because uh, time recording Bake Off is about to start soon, which we, we <laughs> want to watch. We can't miss that. <laughs> we cannot miss, I've never actually watched it, but anyway, let's move on <laughs> to, <laughs> to reviews. So, Laura, you played a game, it was an episodic game, which I mentioned kind of briefly a few weeks ago, but uh, you've, been, you've played, you've finished a full season, I have as, as well, but uh, you've been playing, I believe, three out of ten. So what can you tell us about this game? That is correct. Yes, as you said, uh, it is episodic. So, And it's also, I, I believe, still free uh, because it was free um, for a while on uh, the Epic Games launcher. And I think it, you could just get the whole season. Yeah, it's season still free, one which, free, which is crazy. I don't know why this game is like a full yes, season. Yes, I don't know what's free. going on there, but um, it's good for gamers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can get for free. There's five episodes. And it basically, it tells the story. It's quite tongue-in-cheek. It tells the story of... Um, the employees of uh, game uh, developers Shovelworks. They're known as the world's worst game development studio. Um, and the idea is, uh, the three out of 10 is the, of the title is they've never seen one of their games score above three out of 10. Um, and the idea is that they um, sort of describe it as a kind of part animated show, part game, because um, you can skip scenes, you can rewind them, go back again, so you can rewatch things if you miss something. Not not exactly like Netflix, where you're going back 30 seconds, you do have to go back to the beginning of the scene. Um, but And the idea is you could sort of go through the whole game sort of like that. You, you There are elements you still have to walk about and, and do things with, but um, a, lot, a lot of the cutscenes are kind of... Uh, they, they're building as a kind of uh, sitcom, um, a, a playable sitcom. Um, but yeah, so the idea is you start as uh, Midge, who's a new animator who's joined the team because Javier um, exploded, the previous animator, which is never really explained. Uh, but you get the kind of style of uh, comedy from that. It's quite tongue-in-cheek. There's a lot of, um, because of... Is that a, um, is, is that a um, uh, Spinal Tap reference? It could be, you know. I actually didn't think of that, but maybe. The, the, there's just a joke about, like, oh, what are we going to do with the rest of Javier, basically. Um, but yeah, so there, there are little references like that. And there's references, there's plenty of references to games uh, and to game design as well. So some of the references, I was a bit like, I kind of get what they're joking about here, but I, as, as, since as I'm not a developer, I don't quite get what they mean. Um, and the idea is you, yeah, you play Midge, you're this new animator. Um, there's sort of a backstory with her that she's maybe not all she seems and she's joining the team for another reason. Um, which doesn't really actually develop as part of the story really throughout the rest of the season. There's a little bit discussed in the, in the last episode and that's kind of it, which I kind of wanted to see a bit more of. Um, but yeah, you, you basically walk around. It's sort of, um, it's quite nicely animated. It's like a cartoon like animation. Um, and you, the, normally you'll have a couple of tasks like chat to somebody, find something in the office, uh, which will progress the story. And then the idea is um, throughout the scenes and um, after you've triggered something, you'll probably have to do a mini game. Um, and there's lots of different mini games you can play. There's normally about sort of five or six in one episode. And it, it could be things from, you know, driving a car to having to use stealth to get past 
the engineers because there's quite a lot of jokes about um the engineers who live in the basement who you have to feed interns to to appease them basically <laughs> uh which is quite funny um but yeah so th- there's that, little that kind sounds of like uh, like the it crowd <laughs> yes yeah it's a, yeah so there's lots of kind of little references like that um which is which are all quite good fun and tongue-in-cheek um and yeah so these mini games you basically can get up to five stars for for doing well or doing sort of average or badly doesn't really matter uh, at the end of the day how many stars you get um at the end you get like a tally of how many collected um from completing all the mini games but you can just basically fail the mini games and you can just continue on i think there's only one or two where you have to sort of at least finish it rather than you don't have to get a good score, but you have to finish it. So the, that's the main sort of meat of the game, these little mini games. Some of them are more fun than others. I would say some of the times the yeah. controls are a little bit uh, di- difficult to sort of handle some of the things. Like if you're having to drive, it can be a little bit uh, touch and go. Um, but they're, they're, you know, because it doesn't really matter if you, if you fail, it's, it's just like a bit of fun, really, to be honest. And some of the ones you, you could just skip. So if you're a bit, you can't be bothered with them, you could just carry on. I mean, so, some people might say, what's the point of having them then? But I don't know, I, I enjoyed it as like a little bit of an extra bit to the game. Because I'd say the main sort of interesting bit about the game is is the story. I thought the characters, characters were great. They're really funny. Um, great voice acting as well and there's like a really varied cast of characters that you get to hang out with um and it is it is pretty funny i mean i'd say the best episode is episode three because it's sort of based completely around a theme which is the idea of they all take part in this office battle royale and there's loads of sort of in jokes about battle royales and it that's just if that felt like an actual proper episode of like south park or something the way that was written it felt like that you know that you would watch that on tv um, it felt like very believable as an episode and, and all the mini games around it worked as well because there was things like, you know, you parachuting, like you doing a battle royale. So yeah, that really worked. Um, I, it would be nice to have had maybe a few more cohesive episodes like that. But in general, I thought it was, and especially considering it's free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I th- yeah. <laughs> the one thing I would say, just to warn you, is that it, maybe I should have known this because it's only season one, but episode five does end on a cliffhanger. So Yes, and it ends yes. quite abruptly. Yes, that's that's one thing. I think I'd agree with everything you said. That I wanted oh. more for once. Yeah, <laughs> for once we agree. <laughs> no, Don't but we? I want I wanted uh, more about Midge's backstory because yeah, you know, we have it episode one, and then I talk. Okay, we're going to develop this further in every episode, and then we see and hear nothing about it until episode five, mainly at the very end, when it just sort of yeah. ends. And then, um, yeah, it suddenly ends. So it's a bit like, oh, it was a strange thing to introduce. Yeah. And I'd have thought maybe at least in episode three, maybe or four, there'd be right. a little bit more of what was going on. But it's kind of, that was kind of left for, for other things to happen. Right. But, uh, yeah, but in general, I really enjoyed it. And I knew nothing about it before. I just saw that it was uh, advertised as a free game on Epic Stores. And I thought, oh, I'll try it out. And then I ended up really, really liking it. I thought it was very, very funny. I mean, I didn't get all the references either because I'm not a game developer. I'm sure game developers will understand more of the references and they can get more of the in-jokes because I don't know why the engineers are evil, why everyone's scared of engineers, (laughs) but... I don't... I I kind of got it as a concept in that, you know, in the office, there's always like... Maybe the IT guys are kind of always... Right. In a separate part. But yeah, I didn't know particularly. I mean, I did enjoy, you know, uh, Midge having to go down to find the lead engineer. Yes, I enjoyed that um, as well. 
and she was sort of saying like, oh, which is, how will I know who's the lead engineer? They're like, he's the one with the most monitors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, would, that would make me the lead engineer in the office. Oh. <laughs> oh, so you're, well, you, I'm you definitely need, not the lead engineer. <laughs> you, you would need a coffee then, Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, what that's is it? What the mocha, appease. whatever. Yeah, the, chai latte. Yeah, chai latte. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought the voice acting was fantastic. I thought it was like a typical sitcom. The, the actors were, were great. And it looks really nice. And again, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that one of the episodes, they go to Canada, which I thought was funny. So yes, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was good fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, the writing is very good. I, yeah, I did enjoy it. Funny. Very well it's written. Very, very witty, very funny, very, very well written overall. And uh, as I said, they, the episodes are not too long. That you can take about what a half an hour each, forty-five minutes. Yeah, about about half an hour. Maybe if you want to, one or two of the mini games. Yeah, I enjoyed enough. I was, yeah. I was like, I'm going to replay that. I want, I could do, I could get, I could do better than that. So right, I, I was did a few of them. I did skip a few of them or a lot of them. Yeah, same. I thought, okay, yeah, and I've done this. It's fun, but I want to move on with the game. But yeah, and I thought they were, they were fun and they were interesting, and uh, and yeah, that is. Three out of ten. I think we would probably give it more than three out of ten. Yes, <laughs> they'll can, be pleased to know it definitely deserves more than three out of ten. And you can play. I enjoyed the game that they were making themselves, the shark game. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That whole discussion about the type of shark with uh, protests in episode <laughs> one because it was the wrong type of shark, and they they were refusing just to change the type of shark. Uh, just yeah, yeah. Literate, There's lots of little sort of fun fun sure. asides like that, which is quite enjoyable. And uh, yeah, so I definitely recommend people to check it out. It's free on the Epic Store. It's free. It's good. It doesn't take a huge amount of time, uh, especially if you're a game developer. I think you will enjoy it. You will get the reference. But you don't have to be a game developer. I think it's yeah. good enough for general mainstream audience. Or, and I think even if you, I mean, if you know somebody who is not really an adventure game fan, they might still enjoy it because there are the arcade moments and uh, yeah, because yeah, no it's puzzles. not really, there's no puzzles or anything, is <laughs> no. there? It, it's just, there's little mini games, but as you, you know, you can breeze by them pretty easily. It's just moving yeah. about with like WASD and, and clicking on things. So it's, there's no, no puzzles involved, but it's quite fun to, to yeah. pass the time with. So, yeah. So, and hopefully they can develop Midge's backstory, which is my kind of one complaint. Yeah, I agree. That. I agree with that. So, so that is three out of 10. Um, Thomas, uh, you, well, you mentioned you played Kingdom of Avalon, but you also played the shapeshifting detective, uh, is that correct? Yes, um, because I've played so many, uh, and I'm still playing so many l huge games, uh, I wanted to take a, sh a short break and play something a bit uh, shorter. Yes, I remember and, I had to put uh, my foot down and tell you to play an adventure game. <laughs> yeah, well, if you if you if you if, if you review you games, if you review games for a, for a website, then you have to play the game they gave you to review. So, uh, usually that a lot of the times that is an adventure game, but in this case but, it was right, yeah. uh, it was not. Because you've but, played very um, games up until you know this whole year now, last last few months. So yeah, it's, it's a bit crazy actually. I've, 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 yeah. Um, but um, I played the shapeshift, the shapeshifting detective, which is an FMV game, full motion video, and it's actually the precursor to uh, the game that Laura reviewed a couple of months ago. Um, Dark Nights with Poe Monroe. Dark Nights with Poe Monroe. Yes, uh, this is the first of that uh, series uh, where you actually get introduced to Poe Monroe. 
because you are not Poe or Monroe. You are a literally the shapeshifting detective. They don't give you much explanation. You just get the idea that there is something in your past that happened that makes uh, a shady government agency control take control of you, and you have to do what they tell you, and you have to solve um, a murder. And you do that by um, talking to uh, the people involved, talking to the suspects. Uh, but as you, uh, when you have talked to them as yourself, uh, once you get back to your room, you get the opportunity to take their shape. So that's fun because then you can take their shape and go back to their friends and have totally different conversations and try to weed out what exactly happened to this uh, young lady. Um, and it's, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was pretty dark. There was uh, uh, quite a lot of uh, sexual innuendo. Uh, the, the the writing was was good. The acting was was fun. It was, uh, as I think Laura also mentioned in her review, it was a bit over the top, but it suited yeah. the uh, it suited the atmosphere. It suited the, um, yeah, uh, a bit of the the cult feeling, like you're reading some mm. kind of cult book, you know. And I don't mean cult as in oh we're all gonna drink the Kool Aid, but uh, like these these these. Ten dime uh, detective novels. Yeah, uh, that a bit hammy, bit kind of schlocky, yeah. but kind of hammer horror sort of stuff. Yeah. It was definitely yeah, 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 on purpose, yeah. and it's and it and it it, it, it was fun, made it fun. Um, so who who knew that? Uh, uh, which was the? I think Monroe was a lady, right? Yes, Yeah, she's a bit slutty. <laughs> Did not see that coming. <laughs> Yeah, and I think Poe's a bit creepy, to be honest. Poe is a, and Poe is a Do you not creepy. think, like, Poe's punching a bit, like, uh, Monroe could do a lot better than Poe. Oh, yeah, that's why she tried to seduce me. So oh. <laughs> that's why I said, that's like, that's one of the things that can that's, happen. I see what you mean. But don't necessarily need to happen in this game because it's all about making choices and asking the right questions. And if you okay. don't ask the right question, uh, unlike a dialogue tree in an adventure game, you can't go back and ask the question again uh, because you've already gotten an answer. And if you uh, pick um, a person that one of the other persons don't uh, can't talk to then that person is just not there at the moment and it's um yeah it's 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 quite cool there is a a, a a cool mystery going on it basically takes place over one long night and every chapter is an hour and uh you can choose yourself to go to the next chapter or you can say oh no i i want to talk some more and uh then you can go with your uh real detective friend because you're not officially a police officer uh, but uh, you work with one and um, then together you try to uh, piece together what happened and then and eventually you have to point out the the killer uh, before he kills some more. And if you did it correctly, then uh, yay. <laughs> uh, I played it for about three and a half hours. So it was for an FMV game a bit longer than a regular FMV mm. game. Uh, but it also has the option to skip... Uh, scenes that you've already seen if you play it again. I've only played it once. I, I think I'm going to play it one more time just to t make a few different choices and see a few different uh, results. Uh, I managed to uh, point out the correct killer uh, this time, the first time. So that was oh. uh, uh, I was quite proud of that. Um, so yeah, if you uh, if you're looking for a fun, uh, well produced uh, FMV game, I I definitely recommend the Shapeshifting Detective by uh, 
Now, Vecchi Studios and Wales Interactive, and Wales Interactive is kind of the uh, specialists on FMV games. I've played uh, multiple ones uh, that they created. Uh, the last one was um, uh, The Complex, which was also yes. pretty yes. good. That was good. Now, I'd be, I'd be interested to know, because with Dark Knights of Poe Monroe, uh, that you don't choose between dialogue options. You basically, there's close-ups of, of items and they might relate to actions you take or things that you say. So, for example, it might show you a close-up of a door and a close-up of a microphone. And so you choose the microphone if you want to speak or if you choose the door if you want to leave. Does it do that in Shapeshifting Detective or is it you choose between dialogue options like in the complex? Mostly that uh, you can Which? walk around a bit. Uh, you can walk around a bit of uh, the, the the bed and breakfast that you're staying in, and where where most of the suspects are staying, and where the the um, but you can you go to a, a few select locations depending if you unlock that uh, suspect. Um, but it is mostly it is talk. The only thing other thing that comes to mind right now is that you can turn the radio on and off. Uh, I I. I kept it on because it was uh, uh, there were all kinds of uh, weird and creepy stories coming from the radio, which was uh, was fun. Added a lot to the creepy, already creepy atmosphere um, of the uh, uh, of the whole game, actually. So yeah, I was uh, I was uh, glad I uh, I took this little detour and uh, and played this uh, this fun game. Welcome back to Adventure Games. <laughs> oh. Hey, you, 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 you never leave, you know. You can, always, <laughs> you, can, you, you can check out any time you like, but you can never leave. Oh, you can never leave right, all right, Eagles. So, well, well, thank you for that, Thomas, for reviewing an actual adventure game. <laughs> for the first time. Oh, <laughs> I think we're being a bit so, harsh on him. Yeah, no, you have played a lot this year. You have played a lot of adventure games as well. It's at the beginning of the year, in the middle of the year. So, yeah, no, th thank you for that. I, should, I have this in my Steam library, so I should check it out as well. And um, you should, no, definitely I, should. I really enjoyed the complex as well, and um, and I'll probably check this out once I have a chance. Uh, thank you, Thomas. But if you if you did if you want me to play more adventure games, then why on earth did you point out that Football Manager twenty twenty was free? On I know, Epic? I know. I'm sorry. I I you know I I download. Well, I didn't download it, but I got it. It's free. It's kind of like you know when you have an addiction and it's there. I know I can play it anytime, but I still haven't downloaded it. I, know I think I, that might, I think that I, might be the, the 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 franchise that I've played the most hours of. Me too. When I certainly when I was uh, well, child and a teenager. I, but I just I haven't played it since. But I'm like, yeah, it'll definitely take over my life if I start playing. It's the, it, it's, the it's the franchise that got me a Steam account because I I, I had completely forgotten I had a Steam account, and then <laughs> when I um, uh, got a few games, I had to check if I had a Steam account and. The only games on there were Football Manager 10 and Football Manager 11. So <laughs> that's well, just... 2021. 20, so I, I missed nine, uh -huh. episodes, nine, uh, nine seasons. 2021 coming out in November. So oh, man. I have to hurry up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have one month. Nothing else is coming out in November, so it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's nothing else important happening in November either. So <laughs> no. no. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, that was the shape shifting detective. Uh, thank you, Thomas. Now the final game we're going to talk about is Tell Me Why, which is a documentary on the Backstreet Boys, <laughs> which has the song Tell Me Why. Hey, no, no, no. Oh dear. No. 
Yeah, well, actually, this is, <laughs> this is the latest game from Dotenode, who developed uh, Life is Strange, Life is Strange 2. And would you like me to tell you the reason why I like this game? Yes, yes, get on with it. Okay, yes, I know Bake Off is about to start. Well, this <laughs> is... <laughs> It's this just is... your. I don't care about Bake Off. It's just your jokes. You don't. Know, you don't like. Okay. So this is the latest game from Don't Nod. You play as twins Tyler and Allison. It is set in Alaska, and Tyler is back to the uh, hometown of Alaska. He's met Allison for the first time again in ten years, and they have to sell their house where they grew up. And so then, when they are back. Now, there was something that happened to their mother. Their mother, 10 years ago, died on mysterious circumstances. We do have an idea what happened. I'm still not going to say anything. I mean, even though it's said at the beginning, I don't. I want people to find out for themselves that she died under mysterious circumstances. And when they're in the house and going through the things there in the house, they discover more and more about their mother, that maybe all is not as it seemed. And they have to then play detective and discover more about their mother and what exactly happened 10 years ago. And to do that, they have to speak to the inhabitants of the small town. So you have um, a shop owner who's running for, for mayor. You have your mom's, who was your, well, a friend, apparently, who's a mechanic and other people like that. And a police officer who's a stepfather of Allison. And you have to then uh, talk to them and find out what happened and solve some puzzles. So this is like a choice-based game, like Life is Strange, Life is Strange 2. You do have certain choices you make during the game. And you. one of the interesting things as well is that there are memories that the twins have, but they're, they don't always agree. And you have to choose which memory it is. So it's similar-ish to Return of the Oberdin and Tacoma. So you see these kind of like shadows that appear in these kind of memories that happened about 10 years ago and you have to decide which one you think is best which one is correct and then that will affect your relationship with your sibling and uh, i thought that was interesting that was well done there are also some puzzles in the game unlike say in telltale games you also have there was a series of stories that the twins and their mother wrote 10 years ago about the goblins who were the twins and a princess living in the forest which was the mother and so you need to use that to solve some puzzles. Puzzles are quite easy usually, but it was still nice to have. And another thing about the game, which the developers don't not have been pushing as well, is that Tyler is a transgender uh, person. And they have worked with, I believe it's GLAD, so it's like a transgender community in the United States. And the actor who portrays Tyler is also transgender. And now if you compare this, remember to the suicide of Rachel Foster, where we mentioned that they dealt with sensitive issues, maybe not the most sensitive manner. Thankfully, mm. in this game, I believe at least from what, you know, from my perspective, they did deal with these issues uh, sensitively. Now, even though the character Tyler is transgender and that, you know, they certainly don't shy away from it, especially in episode one, but the game isn't really about that. It's not all about that. And he's, he's a flawed individual, but because, you know, he's human. So they don't make the game about just the fact that he's transgender. He's just a person who happens to be transgender. So I thought that was refreshing. And the relationship between the two siblings in particular was, I thought, really good. I thought the voice acting was excellent, in particular from the two twins, and you know, from just about everybody. And the story, I thought, was, was nice. I mean, it's maybe a little bit slow-paced at times, uh, but I thought you know, it 
kept me engaged all the way through. And it looks beautiful. It's, uh, it's, I mean, I've always wanted to visit Alaska, and now I definitely want to visit Alaska after playing this game. And you have some, some of the backgrounds, which look stunning. And I, you know, there were several times when I stopped and I took screenshots uh, just to, you know, just to stop and admire the scenery. And, um, and it's just three episodes. Each episode took me about five hours, between four and five hours to complete. And again, the music was good. It's very cinematic as well with the camera angles. And I was engaged with the story. There is one issue that I had with the game. Can you guess what the issue is? It's an issue I've been having with just about every adventure <laughs> game I've been playing this year. Does it involve saving? Yes. <laughs> what a surprise. It, so you can't manually save? No, it only features automatic checkpoints. Now, to be fair to developers, it's also the case with Life is Strange and with the Telltale game. So it's not a huge surprise. Now, it wasn't a huge issue because the automatic checkpoints are pretty regular. But again, as anybody who listens to this podcast knows, I would prefer <laughs> manual saves if possible. But, um, but no, I, I still enjoyed it. I was still able to, to, you know, to quit the game uh, regularly if I had to. And, um, but I, I, you know, I, I really liked how the story developed and how when you have these sort of mundane tasks or you're going through some of the old stuff in the house, which can be boring in real life, but this is used to tell the story and tell the backstory of your mother. And you think one thing at first, you think she's one way, and then as it develops, uh, you begin to find out more and more. And then you have a choice at the end. And what is quite funny was, I made what I thought was the most positive choice, but it turns out that 100% of the people chose the other choice. And <laughs> 0% chose my choice. So I must have been the only one. <laughs> no. I always it's, wonder how they calculate this. I have, I, I don't know. Like, but, um, do they just get a group of people, gamers, presumably, and get there? That I'd be really interested to know if anyone I knows mean, I mean, presumably how they decide. They keep track of all the people who make the choices when playing the games. Um, so, no, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely really enjoyed it. If you like Life is Strange, if you like these narrative-based games I, or Telltale games, I would definitely recommend to check it out. And again, it is refreshing to have a transgender character, which is great for representation as well. And, um, and also, but like I said, it's not just about, about him. It's, we have about the sister as well and other sensitive topics come up or are, are hinted at. And, um, and yeah, that is Tell Me Why. It is available now on Steam and on consoles. And I don't know quite if it would be, you know, my top game of the year, it's definitely up there. It's would definitely... you rate it above Life is Strange or where would you rate it in their hmm. series of games? Yeah, I think nearly the same. I mean, I really enjoyed Life is Strange. I really did. I had some few issues with that game, but I'd, I mean, I think Life is Strange, it's not a, as dark quite as Life is Strange. It still gets dark, but Life is Strange, I think, was more surprising. I was probably more engaged with the story of Life is Strange, if I'm honest. But I definitely really enjoyed Tell Me Why as well. I thought that it was, it was nice as well that this is a family story. This is, again, well, spoiler, you're not saving the world in this game. It's just about these two characters, these two twins, finding out more about what happened to their mother. And I was really interested in the story as well. So I think definitely if you played and enjoyed Life is Strange, I think uh, you should probably enjoy this as well. And I think, I think one thing about this game that I would rate 
probably more than Life is Strange. Is there no box or searching for a bottle puzzles? Yes. That's uh, what I was going to ask you. I was going to say, are there these mundane things where you have to like find one thing and then it's not in the right place and then you have to wander around again? So there's none of that. There are some actually. As I mentioned, you're yeah. looking... Now, it's not as bad as in Life is Strange in that episode, yeah. but there is one in the... You're in a warehouse and you have to check the items. But then again, this is... What they did well is they integrated this more with the story. And so then there's another character and then you have, you develop the characters and the relationship and the story more this way. So it, it doesn't come from out of nowhere like that puzzle in Life is Strange. It's, um, so there is a little bit of that, but it's not nearly as bad. And yeah. I still kind of, kind of enjoy it. Now you also look, you know, you're looking for files, but again, it kind of makes sense in this game. Like it's not from out of nowhere and it doesn't seem like it's, um, you know, it's out of place. Um, as I said, some people might think it's a bit too slow-paced, but I think it's nice as well uh, to have uh, to have a game that's you know dealing with these sort of topics in a sensitive manner that that we don't often see in adventure games. Now, again, this is not the first game or even adventure game that has a transgender main character. I believe Techno Babylon maybe uh, maybe have that honor, but it's certainly the biggest game that has a transgender main character and that focuses on these types of issues. And I think wanting it as well is it also shows people like me or people like us kind of gives you an idea of what they go through. And, um, but it also, you know, shows that, you know, that they're, they're also human. It's not just about that. And, um, and I, that's what I really liked about it. But I think people, if you like a good, strong narrative, and there were choices as well that I made that even maybe myself would have done differently. But I was thinking this character and what they've gone through they might make a different choice. So um, again, it was different to what most people chose in the game. <laughs> For example, very, very, Everybody. <laughs> apparently, but even throughout the game, uh, you know, do you get uh, something from another character as a, an apology and you have to decide whether to accept it or not. I think a lot of people chose to accept it, but I thought, no, I don't think this character would have accepted it. And I think it's, um, it's, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I would definitely recommend it. And there are puzzles. There are all actual puzzles. So there's a kind of a puzzle where to get into a room and you have to use uh, the stories with the goblins and the princess. And again, they're not too difficult. If you're experienced adventure game players, I think you should be able to play. I got most of them myself. There was one case where I needed to use a walkthrough, but that was completely on me because apparently I missed the clues that were right in front of me. <laughs> what a surprise. I know. So again, I've gone happens. home. You're I not know. an experienced adventure gamer at all. No, no, not at all. <laughs> but uh, no, it's oh. other more challenging puzzles I was able to get, just this puzzle. No, I it, just couldn't find the answer. And it, then... It's not necessarily how challenging a puzzle is because we mm. both know, we yeah, all know. I think mean, it. We've, we've, well, yeah, we tend to overthink the easy puzzles, and sometimes there are very hard puzzles that, for some reason, is we can... very simple. Yeah. Just yeah. So... So... I mean, I've, 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 I've used walkthroughs if I was stuck, and I was like, I'm a bit ashamed now that I had to use a <laughs> yeah. walkthrough of oh, this same. puzzle, but Me I could too. not figure it out. <laughs> but as I said, it has a strong narrative, and it's very well done, very good voice acting. It looks really good. There's, um, you know, some. Uh, variety of the gameplay and there are three episodes altogether and I would definitely recommend it if you liked their previous games if you want a good strong narrative I would definitely recommend it and that is Tell Me Why 
and it is available on Steam and on consoles. So I think awesome. that is it for this week. Um, we, uh, well, I know this week we're, we're up a bit late and this week as well on Friday, I'll be joined by Jean-Baptiste, the developer of Lancelot's Hangover. And this, that game is out on Thursday, October the 1st. He's been working for seven years on this game and he had a successful Kickstarter. So finally, this game is, co- is coming out. And he, this game as well will be featured in a museum in Belgium, Jean-Baptiste put up. And it also features on Belgian national TV, which was quite exciting for, for him. So I will, oh. but I'm sure... On the, on the BRT. Yes. But I'm <laughs> sure the pinnacle of Jean-Baptiste's career will be appearing on this podcast, I'm sure. Actually, and uh, then, uh, I'm actually also looking forward to his game. I, I talked to yeah. talked to him about it like a, I think it was already a year ago or something. Yeah, in Adventure X, we were yeah. speaking to him. Well, I actually did play it, and I'll be reviewing it next week <laughs> again. Uh, I'll be talking cool. more about it, and uh, yeah, so that is it for well for this episode. I'll be back with Jean Baptiste on Friday, and that was a very fun interview. I definitely recommend. He's a really funny guy. And I definitely recommend people to check out that interview. So uh, anything you guys would like to add before we finish and go for Bake Off? If you're, if you're, <laughs> if you're, if you're a Patreon, do you get to, s- to listen to that interview uh, before everybody else? Uh, yes, they should. I'll upload that this week. For <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Yes, I, I will upload that. And this, uh, well, this episode will be going up because it's late. But yeah, the interview with Jean-Baptiste will be going up on Patreon uh, before uh, it comes out for everybody else. So, uh, well, that's it for this episode 82. So thank you very much, guys, for joining me as always. And the three of us will be playing Among Us on Sunday evening BST time. So if people want to check that out, as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, make sure to follow Laura on Twitch. And it genuinely, it is a lot of fun watching, watching her. I think you're one of the best people to watch play that game because <laughs> no, Jenna, you played really well. And you, whereas wow. I, I got kicked out twice and I was innocent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you're just very you suspicious. Are so, so bad at lying. I know, <laughs> I know. We also... I need uh, to we also pointed that. you out as the as the as the culprit several yeah, times. Every, so, I believe yeah. two times that I was a culprit, you called me out on it pretty much immediately. I was I was only <laughs> once the imposter. I yeah, had no clue no. what I was doing. But you, you, you did well good. though. Yeah, because you pretended you didn't know I what won, you were doing, but... and it turned out that you were the imposter. No, no, I, <laughs> I actually did not know what I was doing, which turned out to be pretty well beneficial. To be the imposter, yeah. <laughs> I um I actually got um uh, Fall Guys. Oh yes, oh. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been streaming a, that a bit as well. It was a gift uh because uh, uh my team are all gamers. Uh so we got this game as a gift so we can do this uh, uh as a team uh as a team thing um uh, coming up soon I guess. So uh, looking forward to uh uh being very bad at that as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one takes a bit of uh, practice yeah you streamed that as well right yeah it's uh, that's quite it can be quite frustrating that game but it's good i enjoy it. it's very addictive but yeah it's tough <laughs> cool right cool enjoy well, well i hope you enjoy so well 
we're off. At least Laura and I, we're off to watch Bake Off. I'm going to watch it for the first time. Don't know what I'm getting yes. myself in for. Don't know anything about it, but apparently everyone says it's, it's pretty, pretty just good. Just baking. That's it. Yeah, I I'll probably watch fine. five. I'll probably watch five minutes. I'm going to go. Okay, this uh, this isn't for me. <laughs> back back to the PC. <laughs> yeah, back to back to playing. Well, if you games. if you want to watch something. Um, uh, that has nothing to do with baking, then I hi- and, and, and I highly recommend watching Cobra Kai on Netflix. Oh, uh, everybody's uh, be the, talking about it. Yes, it's the, uh, uh, the this, technically it's the sequel to Karate Kid. Uh, it, it takes the characters of Daniel LaRusso and uh, and his his uh, arch nemesis uh, thirty years later. How are they doing? And it's it's actually a really really good show. A really good show. I've heard so, of it. Yeah, I, I highly recommend watching that if you're not playing anything. And also Social Dilemma. Social Dilemma was good and it made me nearly want to <laughs> delete my Facebook and Twitter and everything after watching it. But it's it's good. But excellent. anyway. Excellent. So, I'll add it to the list. So thank you very much, Thomas and Laura. I will speak to you guys on Sunday. And as I said, yes. tune in on Friday. You can subscribe, rate and review this podcast to automatically get uh, updates of every time an episode is released. And uh, so, yeah, I'll be back this coming Friday with Jean-Baptiste, developer of Lancelot's Hangover. So, uh, well, have a good evening, Thomas and Laura. And thank you for listening. Keep on questing. If you like the Adventure Games podcast, then please subscribe, rate, and review. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave a review on iTunes if you can, as every review helps, and reviews will help get the word out, especially for Adventure Game developers who appear on the podcast. Now, you can also follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Advent Game Pod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are a Adventure Game developer or Adventure Game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you believe may enjoy it and you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com so until next time thank you